The murderer with his heart full of hate, taking innocent lives and sealing their fate. A soulless act that we cannot debate, a stain on humanity, a heavy weight. The criminal, a thorn in society's side, a threat to our safety we cannot hide. We must fight against this evil tide and bring justice to all those who have died. The land of hope and the land of dreams, where freedom reigns, or so it seems. A beacon of hope, a shining light for all who seek a better life. Immigrants far from far and wide, with hope and dreams they cannot hide. They come with passion and desire to build a life to reach higher. Welcome to Divided We Stand. I am Jimmy J, and that man over there could probably win American Idol because he's got the golden voice, is Joe Aguirre. <laughs> Good to see you, Jimmy. Always a pleasure, my friend. All right, man. This topic, uh, the first uh, uh, half of my poem or limerick or whatever you want to call it there, Joe, we has got me heated, man. We're letting murderers out of jail. Murderers. And like, this is like not a, even a political type thing to me. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it is because the Democrats are doing it in a Dem- Democrat controlled state. But like, it, it, it's more of a common sense thing to me here, right? <laughs> I, I mean, more so. I mean, Joe, I only got one question here. Are their victims united earlier with their families? I'm going to go ahead and say the answer is no. Okay? And if that is true, which it is, the freaking punishment should be respective to the crime. Yeah. If they're not being reunited with their families, why should these jack wagons? So... Uh, I don't disagree with you. Uh, this is definitely an issue for the Democrats. It, you know, it's one of those things, too, Jim, where when someone experiences it firsthand or even mm. secondhand, that's when you start seeing changes at the ballot box. So uh, I don't I don't think it's a good policy. I, I thought, you know, back in the 2022 election, uh, hearing Bob Stefanowski talk about that, uh, I thought because of the economy, because of inflation, because of the high gas prices, crime, I thought the Republicans had it in the bag. And instead, he lost by eight points more than he lost by the first time. So I, I can't understand it. Jimmy, I mean, I'm, a, you know, again, having been a Republican my whole life, I've always been very tough on crime. I understand that there are some situations where, you know, minorities are are uh, affected at a, at a greater percentage rate. I understand that. Um, I think we should be woke and aware of we should. We should be aware of the racial ramifications of things. But if you commit a crime, it's too late. You know, uh, you can't you can't save that person and giving them a short sentence and hoping they're going to learn their lesson from catching a break is unlikely. So. I agree, actually, with what you just said there, man. Right. That there are marijuana charges that can be wiped away there are you know small minor infractions here and there i get that i do small misdemeanors even you know okay i understand that but we're not talking about that here right we're talking about felons felonies the state of connecticut commuted 71 people with 95 felonies therefore you know simple math here Multiple felonies. People (laughs) out of that 71, there are people there with multiple felonies, right? There was one gentleman who was sentenced to, now I I don't have the exact number, but it's pretty sure it's like 85 years, 
right? If you get sentenced to 85 years, Joe, you done something bad. <laughs> Don't know what it was, but I can't imagine it was stealing a pack of cigarettes from your 7-Eleven. All right. You did something really heinous. You got 85 years. They just commuted 67 and a half of those years, Joe. 67 and a half. That is not punishment, in my opinion. What the, what, what, I, I don't know what else I can say. I don't know what else I can do. I mean, there, there's only one reason in my mind, Joe, and I've thought about this for a long time. Like, why in the world would somebody do this, right? And, and we're seeing all over the country, right, about these soft on crime prosecutors, these soft on crime DAs, like Gaston out in California, uh, uh, Bragg in New York, right? Very soft on crime. In fact, I just read an article that there are numbers, scores of, of laws that are no longer being prosecuted in the state of New York, right? And there's a list of them. So that's great. Anybody can get this list. They're like, look, these are all the crimes I can commit now without being prosecuted. They put it out on the freaking paper. They, they wrote it. <laughs> like, like, that's like the... I didn't think anybody could be that stupid, right? It's a reasonable thought to have. <laughs> Let, let's, let's give this list of crimes that we're no longer going to prosecute out to all the criminals on the street. There you go. Have at it, guys. So there's only one thing that I can come up with. There's only one thing, right? And I'm quickly starting to become a conspiracy theorist in my own head. I love it. And it's bad, Joe. It is. It's, it's, but I can't. And I'm hoping to God that you can bring me back to some kind of uh, reality here. Otherwise, I'm going to keep going on and thinking this conspiracy theory, right? Step one, you get a great education and you make people dumb. We're proving that we're doing that, right? The test scores are down. People, in my opinion, are not as common sense, street smart. I'll say that. Like, they're very technically savvy, right? This is the smartest generation we've had. Right? That's what they say, right? They're very book smart. They're very technically smart. But street smart, common sense-wise, they're, they're not smart. I mean, they're not. They live in a bubble. Yes. Right? You, you see what I'm saying? So you're making people dumb here. You're, you, the other thing that makes people dumb in this, in my opinion, and this is just I don't know if this is just my opinion, but I'm going to say it now, is TikTok. You want to know why TikTok makes people dumb? Because it turns everybody into a 15-second headline. That's, that's all your attention span is anymore now, people, is 15 seconds. That's what, You're being brainwashed into thinking that short of a time, that short, right? That sorry, short sighted. What were you saying? I'm saying TikTok is an evil thing. All right. But well, anyway. listen, not to mention a couple more things about TikTok. Obviously, everybody knows China owns it, and the algorithm that our kids are seeing in this country is not what they're seeing in that country. And right. I'll also point out that one in five pieces of content on TikTok is misinformation of some kind. It's just there. To make us dumb. And China is actually turn us against each other at the same time because we start fighting over nonsense. I, I, Jimmy, about two weeks ago, I watched a video that called the Space Shuttle Challenger a conspiracy theory uh, and suggested all those people are still alive. Yeah, I don't understand those kind of conspiracy theories, right? Like those ones, the landing on the moon, uh, uh, that's a lot of that stuff. Freaking Sandy Hook, you know, all those conspiracy theories. Those, oh, the, my favorite one is that Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton are eating babies, right? I love those. Those are my I'm favorite. I'm glad you don't believe that. What's that? I'm glad you don't believe that. Of course, I don't believe that. Come on, man. So no, let me get back to that. Let it's me get back to my that. conspiracy theory. All right. Let me get back to my conspiracy theory. I'm dying. So you degrade education. You degrade authority figures, such as cops, right? And then parents. And Dr. Fauci. Dr. Fauci. 
Let's disparage that guy too. Take down the authority figure on take, uh, yeah. You take down authority figures like cops and parents, right? We already had to defund the cops movement. Now we're in the the, the, the government knows how to teach your kid better than your parents. Defund movement. the FBI. Defund the well, that was yeah. Those you guys the FBI, like right? three months ago. Yeah. Right? And then you cause chaos in the streets. And how do you cause chaos in the streets? You let the freaking fox in the hen house. Oh, I got a better way. You kill a you kill a guy on the streets of Minneapolis. That would do it. Yeah. And then touch off riots. See, this is now are going to be organically grown, right? Now I'm serious, Joe. Well, there's going to be chaos. There's going to be panic in the streets. Uh, an insurrection at the Capitol. And then, guess what happens? Final step? Uh, they try to overthrow the government. No, no, no. Big Brother comes down. The government comes down and says, we're going to save you all by taking over. And there goes the, and there goes the, there goes the country. There goes our yeah. republic. Tell me and there's another the reason. People invade the Capitol. People invade the Capitol and get guided tours while inside. You don't. You're not buying that. The, the you think the video was made up? Like they doctored the entire video, Joe. He like, he took out a video. He took out inside. He took like a minute of video out of forty-one thousand hours. That could they, have been when the guy was leaving. Thousand hours. They got inside, right? And they started looking around, man. Jimmy, 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 even even Mitch McConnell knows that that's bullshit. Speaking, by the way, speaking of which, I hope he's doing well. I heard he went to the hospital today. Yeah. You know what? Listen, you know, in all seriousness, and you'll you'll recall when Paul Pelosi was attacked and uh, people like Donald Trump Jr. made light of it. uh, I was like, what is wrong with you people? Same thing here. An old man fell. All you can do is hope the guy gets better. You know, Uh, he's a human being. You don't agree with him politically, maybe. Maybe you don't like his policies. Uh, even if you think he's Moscow uh, Mitch and he's on the take, uh, he's still a human being. And, yeah, I, I do. I, I, my understanding is he'd be hospitalized a couple more days, uh, but his spokesman finally uh, came out and said he was fine. Good. Well, you know what, man? Here's the thing. I do wish him all the best. I, I really do. But maybe I'm sure Donald Trump does, too. Right? Yeah. Maybe it's a sign you shouldn't be in a job such as you know as stressful as this. If you, it's the second time he's fallen. You know what I'm saying? It's time to go, guys. We got to get rid. And I'm happy. I mean, I'm not happy that he fell, but I'm I'm happy that it's coming. He's got to realize that it's time to hang it up. Jimmy, Jimmy, do you know what my favorite thing about Ron DeSantis is? That his hair is dark. What's that? His hair is dark. He's a young man. Yes, he is. He's I don't got- like him as a candidate, but if I if I had to pick one thing, he's youthful. I see what you're saying, but I I mean, if we're going to talk about this, I he's I don't think he's going to. I honestly don't think he is going to run this this time around. Different example, Nikki Haley. If there's one thing I like about Nikki Haley, she's young. <laughs> she's young. Uh, I th- oh man, somebody asked me if I thought Nikki Haley could go toe to toe with Donald Trump on a debate stage. What is I your answer? I you think, think she can? can. Yeah, dude, she's she's smart and she's quick on her feet, and I mean, can lie with the best of them. So I would think she'd be. I, I would think she could handle that really well. Donald Trump is just he he's so vicious, right? That if it, it, I think it scares people to go down to his level. You see what I'm saying? Because then yeah. you look like a then you look like you know what I'm saying. Then you look like a pig, just you know, like as you referenced. So they're scared to go to that level because they're they don't want to be that. Yeah. So it you know, puts in a very hard spot, right? Do I take it on the chin from Donald Trump 
or do I go sink to his level? So I don't know what the answer is there. I really don't. And that's why I don't think any of them, any of them can go with him, can go toe-to-toe with him on a debate stage. So uh, earlier today on the radio, I talked to Joe Walsh, former congressman from Illinois. He was part of the, the Tea Party. The Eagles guitarist? No, that's a different Joe Walsh. Uh, After he got knocked out of office, uh, he became a national conservative talk show host, uh, big Trump guy, and then had enough of Trump and turned against him and he lost his job. Uh, And he's a big time conservative. He's on CNN a lot, uh, again, because of his stance. He's called the Republican Party a cult. He says they're radicalized. Uh, I talked to him today about Stephen Scalise. He said Stephen Scalise is a really good guy, has no backbone, and uh, is the reason why uh, he's going along with this. Kevin McCarthy is a jellyfish. Kevin McCarthy tries to be all things to all people. He's hungry with power. Uh, he told me Jim Jordan was uh, Joe Walsh's best friend when they were in Congress together. He told me Jim Jordan is crazy and believes the BS that he's spewing. (laughs) But here's the other thing that, interesting enough that he pointed out to me, you know, he was a Tea Party guy and those guys were the fringe lunatics at the time, guys like Jim Jordan. And now, look where this party is going, where you got your Marjorie Taylor Greens and your Boberts and your Gates, and it's made these Tea Party guys who used to be so unreasonable look like moderates. It's, I see it. it. I mean, the left is going lefter, the right is going righter. It's not. Yeah, you, 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 you say that, but the left isn't going lefter. It's not. I mean, Joe Biden is by no means a progressive. He really isn't. Joe yeah. Biden has proven to be more left than center as he's campaigned on. Yeah. Right. With this whole green new deal. I I mean, that's more left than it is center. Trust me. Right. And then an infrastructure project. You think that's more left than right? I'm not talking about the infrastructure project. I'm talking about the inflation reduction act that did nothing but give subsidies to frigging. But it, but it's energy. It has induced inflation. No, it hasn't. It's down two and a half percent. And it's still at the highest. It's been. I understand that. Right? Overall inflation inflation are the things that we buy buy most. You know that, right? The core inflation, the CPI, right? That has gone up. That is either state Inflation is 30% in Turkey. So people pay ten dollars a gallon turkey, for gas man. in the United we don't Kingdom. I don't care about Turkey right now. I don't. I'm not paying. Oh, I don't care that you don't care about Turkey. But I, please, you're, 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 I listen. I, I argued with somebody earlier today about this same thing. Joe Biden is not responsible for inflation being where it's at. And if Donald Trump would have actually won the 2020 election, he would be suffering through inflation right now as well. He would not be suffering through this high of inflation. How would he magically get it down? And don't okay. forget it. Well, wait, we got to take a break. We can Saudi Arabia to cut oil production. If you want to get back into this. Gas prices. If you want to get back into this and you want to talk about gas price. Oh, my God. If you want to get back into this, we can do it after the break. But I don't want to take up your segment, man. So it's up to you. We'll get to it later. <laughs> all right guys stick around we're gonna come right back after this want to have your show on ct politics if you produce a show on ct political issues or commentary and want to play it to the world contact us now at ctpolitics.tv we'd love to have you part of the team Welcome back to Divided We Stand. Well, plain and simple, Fox News is full of liars. 
Rupert Murdoch admitted in court that all of your favorite Fox hosts knew Donald Trump lost the 2020 election to Joe Biden. But they continued to parrot the former president's false claims of rampant fraud. Right-wing nut Glenn Beck all but called it on election night. He said if Trump lost, a revolution might be in order. Now, the January 6th footage Tucker Carlson aired is more of that revisionist history. Running a snippet of calm amongst the 41,000 hours of craziness proves nothing. No matter how much you want Tucker to stick it to old lady Pelosi, what Fox allowed Carlson to air is the art of the conspiracy theory mentality that audience is spoon-fed on a daily basis. You can manipulate video. My seven-year-old can edit a video. I'm a facts guy. I say it all the time. There's people in the media who will lie to you for their own self-serving purposes. I don't do that. Sean Hannity is just one of several Fox News hosts who have testified in the Dominion lawsuit case under oath, admitting that he knew Trump lost and was making stuff up. But I'm a libtard for knowing that for the last two years. I don't like Donald Trump. I did on The Apprentice, not in the White House. He was divisive and disrespectful to the office and to half of America. Tucker Carlson hates Donald Trump. Of course, you wouldn't guess that by watching his show. The January 6th committee was a bipartisan commission. Republicans didn't fully participate, but I think their credibility on this is compromised right now. We know what happened, and we know Trump did hope to remain president after that day. That's not how America works. No fraud, nothing stolen. We should have had a normal, peaceful transition of power. Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene, who's been accused of participating in the planning of some elements of January 6th, and asked for a pardon from Trump three days into serving in Congress, said if she did plan it, the insurrectionist would have succeeded. Ha, ha, ha. That's not the argument you think it is. Just because Trump and his seven-point plan failed doesn't mean it wasn't an insurrection. There have been weaker and more disastrous coups in history. I do think a lot of people who showed up are getting a tough deal, but... The folks who planned it and assisted in the planning of January 6th should be facing serious charges and not still sitting in Congress. By the way, the suggestion was Antifa or the FBI or some leftist nuts dressing up as Trump supporters as part of a conspiracy. Ask yourself this question. Why would the left want to overturn the results of an election that they won? That's a good point, my friend. That is a good point. I mean, the rest of this is, you know, duh. Obviously, like, so you and I have been on this show for how long? We've been doing this for how long? It's It's been a long time. Right? And how many times do we come on here and say, well, during, you know, back in the day when Don Lemon was on the late night and uh, what was the other one there? Cuomo? Yeah, Cuomo, Cuomo, and we and I would slam them, right? And I would just be like, and Rachel Maddow, I would just freaking plaster her, and you'd have to try it, and you'd be like, well, the, it's no different, man. And then now it's just my turn, and I want to sit here and I'm going to take it, right? And I will. I, there, it's ratings at that point. After five o'clock, it's a ratings grab. And I've said this all along. I don't like Tucker. I don't like Hannity. I don't like Laura Ingram because it's a ratings grab at that point. It's not news, right? It's all opinionated pieces, and it's just a ratings grab. So they're going to be the the Yao. What is his name? Milo Yiannopoulos. The, the oh yeah, provocateur, right? To gen up emotions, to take it. You know, so Fox News is wrong in that regard. But again, I've never supported those kind of shows. And I've always spoke out against them on this program. Right. And I think 
everybody should, unless you watch it for entertainment's sake. You want to watch it for entertainment's sake because you think Tucker Carlson's hair looks funny, and it does, then go right ahead. <laughs> <laughs> right? But, you know, you got to know and you got to understand that that's not news. Right? That's opinionated. That's what Tucker Carlson thinks will grab more ratings. It's not even what he thinks, right? But it's going to stop there. <laughs> but does but does Fox News have an obligation as a news organization to not allow anybody to air stuff that is completely false? I think all all news organizations have that obligation, right? And and again, said it a million times, the 24-hour news cycle destroys and is continuing to destroy this country, right? Because this is the, and I don't like using this word, but it's true. This is the propaganda periods, right? The, between uh, uh, 6 and 11 o'clock, I'll say. That's the propaganda period on both sides of the aisle. And people are digging it. They're digging it. And, and it's said, if we could do away with the 24-hour news cycle where all you have to report is the news, and then people get to go out there and make their own decisions. Again, I'll bring this back to friggin' TikTok, man, right? TikTok has turned us into that headline society. So news stations, I'll just have to give you big, bold, blood-leading head, you know, if it bleeds, it leads first headlines, and you're going to be, oh, yeah, because you're a 15-second mentality. So, you know, I get it, man. I understand the anger on the part of the left. I understand why you would feel stupid if you're on the right. I don't, because I've been saying it all along. It's been a ratings grab. I, I But here's the it. problem. 70% of Republicans think that the election was stolen. Where does that poll come from? Because you know what? I it's I don't see that number. I you see it up. Dude, I put up. I see a bigger number than I like to Seriously, see. I feel like either most people I talk to are too embarrassed to admit they still think that, or that number can't be right. Because I feel like most people are like, yeah, no, I, I know. But again, I don't know if they're if they're saying I don't know. Uh, I just I'm not sure. It, well, it, I, I'm saying, look, I say, I, but I've seen higher. that number. I've seen that number multiple times. Joe Walsh mentioned that number to me earlier today when I interviewed him. Uh, and again, I've seen it and I've heard it around. Uh, it seems like a pretty solid number. That's really high. Dude, even if it's 50%, that's too much. Believe that Trump's law are, are won the election. Yes. Uh, thinks that there was fraud and that it, it was uh, the fix was on. Hey, man, I let them think what they want to think, dude. And I understand what your problem is. I understand that now the news is creating culture, right? And, and I understand it. It's influencing culture in whatever way, right? And I get that. And it shouldn't be. And again, right? Again, it happens on both sides of the aisle. It happens on both sides of the entertainment aisle. And it shouldn't happen, to period. Okay. Again, we got to do away with this 24 hour news cycle. We really do. Because you we know what? The answer do, is not listen. a ministry of truth. Here's, that is not the answer. No. So, but here's what we do need it's, it's high time that, because my, my other concern is that these Fox News viewers, I used to I used to I used to be a big Fox News fan. I loved Fox News. When when we invaded Iraq uh right through Mitt Romney, I watched Fox Fox News was always on. Um I started to get the sense that they weren't being honest and then I saw some videos on YouTube that proved it. And I swore after I got divorced I wouldn't let anybody lie to me on a daily basis ever again. And so I decided I was done with Fox News at that point. There are people who either don't care they're being lied to or they're being lied to by their media and it's forming their opinion. And you know, I hate that. 
I don't think it's acceptable for politicians to lie. I understand at times they fudge, they fib, whatever. Outright lying, that's what they're all doing these days. All of them. Not all of them. Certainly both sides, if that's the suggestion you're making. They're certainly, they're, certainly, they're certainly dishonest politicians. But, you know, you've, you've said to me, like, it's just baked into the cake. And I'm like, no, I don't. That's take that ingredient out. We don't, we cannot allow our, our, like, again, it's one thing if Fox News is just making stuff up. It's another thing when the politicians start parroting that, that nonsense. Well, or CNN, if you want, Jim. Well, no, 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 no. I never said lying and having no integrity was baked into the cake. I've always said that infidelity was baked into the cake. All right. Yeah. All right. Not, yeah. I, okay. Do, are politicians crooked as a freaking day as long? Absolutely. Right? Does re-election, and I say this all the time, re-election starts, your re-election campaign starts the day you get elected. Right. Right? And everybody knows this. So all of us, you don't, like, it bothers me that we can just think that these people actually genuinely care about us and then not hold them accountable to it. Right. That's what I'm saying, Jimmy. It, I mean, they're, they've divided us. We rely on them. Whichever side you're on, you are relying on your politicians to, to get your way of life uh, carved out for you. Yeah. They owe us. The obligation they have to us is to be honest with us. Oh, my God. Yeah. You know what? The other thing. You should be able to watch CNN or Fox at any time and not think the people that are talking to you are just making stuff up. Theoret in my world, Joe, I like that though, but in my world, if you're a news network like Fox News or CNN, which things news, right? They would just be talking the news. So theoretically they'd be saying the same thing because it's just the friggin' news. Right. Ideally that's what the news should be. Everybody should be saying pretty much the same thing. And, and we've gotten to a point where they're not, where they're looking at two, the same reality and saying two completely different things. We can't, this country is in trouble right now. I think I really do. Um, I've said this a hundred times, but go on. I the it, and how do we get out of this? Right again, we can't. I mean, right now, someone gets murdered, and it's like, which side are you on? Like, he deserved it. No, he shouldn't have been. Like, that's where we're at right now, and that's not that's not healthy. We can't even see murder and be like, oh yeah, I wasn't right. Uh, that's that's an issue. How do we get over the minor differences we have? Politically speaking, if we can't even look at murders on video and say, well, that cop shouldn't have shot that unarmed black guy uh, who had his hands up. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's that's where we're at. So where where does the and again, I mean, the name of the show, Divided We Stand, because that's what we are. And I don't when know. When we're not, we'll change the name. Right. What? I said, when we're not divided, we'll change the name. Yeah, well, it'll be called uh, uh, Standing in Lockstep. Together we stand. We all, yeah, we're, together we stand. I like that. There you we go. We stand together. Uh, yeah, that would be beautiful. But how and when is that going to happen when we're still, again, dude, Joe, Mitch okay. McConnell straight up like called out Car Tucker Carlson's nonsense. I don't agree with Tucker Carlson. I, you're, blast him, man. I'm just going to go like this and let you go. Go yeah, right ahead. But Jim, the problem is, right? is how Hold many on. people don't know he was opining or that he manipulated them with video? They don't want to believe that. Nobody wants to believe that. Right. right. You didn't want to believe that. Right. When I told you about the Charlottesville video with Donald Trump and how CNN and MSNBC completely edited it to make it sound like he said what he said when he 
absolutely said the exact opposite in real life. So I get it, man, right? We're both there. We are. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> Sorry. Man, and I, I God, I hate the freaking news. I hate it so much, dude. Right? And I think what you and I are doing right now, right? We're on the internet. We're, we're on social media. We're not on uh, 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 traditional television per se. And we're out here and we're talking about two com from two completely different angles. And yet tomorrow we're going to go to the parade and our kids, you know, can play together and stuff like that. Yeah. Because, you know, and this is what uh, it's going to take to get us back together, right? To make it to where it's together we stand. And people ask me this a lot with my military experience. And like, Jimmy, you know, what do you think it's going to take? And I say, it's going to take one thing and one thing only. And you know what that one thing is? What's that? I'm going to tell it to you right after the break, all right? We're going to take a short break right now. And when we come back, I'll give you my answer. Stick around, guys. So, Jess, why did you become a realtor? I worked in a various customer service jobs, so I wanted something a little bit more rewarding. Um, becoming a real estate agent, being able to help people find their forever homes or their investment homes, starter homes. It's very exciting, so a lot of fun. Now, you've gotten off to a really good start in your real estate career. What has been the most rewarding part of this for you so far? Helping people, especially like first-time home buyers, um, finding their first home. They're so excited. Um, I'm so excited to help them. So it's a nice, rewarding part. What is it that you think makes you different than other real estate agents? I think that my various roles in customer service has helped me. So. I like to ask a lot of questions and I want to know what I'm doing. So I think that helps a lot because I'm not going to steer people the wrong way. I'm going to make sure they have knowledgeable decisions um, and help them find the right home. The last thing I'm going to ask you is, and I know these are words that you live by, but the mantra at CTBB Realty is? People over paychecks do the damn thing. And that's what we do. Welcome back to Divided We Stand. I am giggling because if you did not recognize the uh, uh, person in that commercial, uh, uh, it is the one and only Mr. Joe Aguirre. Yeah. And if you notice something different, <laughs> like Samson over there got his hair cut. <laughs> and I really did. That was a lot of hair. But I, I like this look a lot better, man. I do. I like it. Thank so. you. My answer, what is going to bring us back together, Joe, World War Three? That's it. That's it. I hate to say it, but like the day after a terrorist attack is always. Uh... World War Three, man. Yeah. It, it, it's going to take China invading Taiwan, which they may or may not do. I'm kind of on the fence on this one. It'll take China invading Taiwan, Taiwan resisting, us giving aid. And it's a NATO country, so we would have to go with troops, i.e. naval ships. Once a naval ship gets sunk, and that's thousands of sailors, Marines dead, then the nation will come together in one and be like, let's nuke somebody. But... Until that happens, and it's unfortunate, and it's extremely, extremely unfortunate, and it really pisses me off that it takes the lives of servicemen and women. It, it takes dead freaking 18-year-olds up to 40-year-olds, right? Men and women who volunteered to serve their country dead. That's what it takes to bring this country together. Are you freaking kidding me? It, that's a terrible thought, but I hate to say it. It, it maybe that is what we need—something, some kind of national tragedy that that tends to go a long way. You know, I mean, I don't want to. I mean, we can still talk about this, but some would say we're already at war with China, right? And I actually am one of those people. It, 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 the war is going to start out 
between America and China, not China and Taiwan. Let me make that clear. It's a cyber attack. It's a cyber war, guys, right? The, the, the train derailments is an infrastructure attack, right? The power grid attacks is another infrastructure attack. The water plants, and I don't know how much news this has gotten, but water plants have, have received thousands and thousands of cyber attacks on them all over the country right, last year. It was a huge increase, like five, it was like a, you know, 5,000% increase in the past couple of years, right? It's been skyrocketing. We're the United States of America, and I've said this a hundred times. And this is one of my favorite sayings about this country. Our freaking diamond slippers are too tight. Right? Yeah. We're so spoiled in this country. And we have it so good because we're such a great country. And that's a good thing. It's not a bad thing. But we've taken it for granted for so long that think about this. Really, really think about this. What would you do without power, electricity, running water, clean water, drinkable water? In food. Eighty percent of our food is shipped by rail, guys. By train. You take out the, the infrastructure with the rail system, you take out a large portion of agricultural movement. We're not going to be able to eat. We're not like we are now. Your grocery stores are not going to receive the goods from freaking Missouri, from Kentucky. You're not coming. You're not going to have drinkable water if a power water plant gets shut down due to cyber attacks. The electric grid goes out. The power grid goes out. You're not going to have electricity to charge your phone. Think about that. <laughs> so let me bounce something off of you that you might like, and it is a conspiracy theory. Ooh, hit me. Um, You'll, you may have noticed or heard recently that uh, the Chinese government said it would supply ammunition to the Russian military in Ukraine to assist that military's failing effort. And shortly thereafter, uh, the United States government came to the conclusion after about two years that it is likely that COVID started because of an accident at the Wuhan lab. Is it possible that we come to a different conclusion that it was from a wet market if China falls back in line? Oh God, no. It's too, it's, it's just not. The entire world now is coming to the conclusion that it was a lab leak. It's not, it's not, I think it is more far-fetched that it came from a wet market when there's no bats when that region, when they say it came from a bat, but bats aren't readily known in that region. I looked it up. God, I'm, I think I had something crawling on me. You, <laughs> you're talking about a bat creeped you out? Yeah, I do. I, I swear to God, I, thought, I felt like I had something crawling on my leg. Right. But it's more it, I, I think people are now realizing that it's more likely that it came from the lab than it did from a wet market. So is it a conspiracy theory? No, of course. I don't think it is. I, I think. And again, we'll hold our judgment like we always do till the facts come out. But no, it's not going to go back to the wet market if they fall back in line. It's not. I, I also just. Uh, saw uh, an economist who was saying that if China were to invade Taiwan and face the kind of resistance that Ukraine is facing, it would completely yeah. unravel the Chinese uh, economy and they would be finished. Yes, it I heard that too. And that scares me. And you want to know why that scares me, Joe? Because the U.S. will allow them to do it. We'll give them the green light to go ahead and do it. And then we'll fight them just like we are Russia right now to try to collapse that economy. Then we still become the only remaining ma massive superpower. It might not be a bad thing. However, 
And I say, however, that usually comes with a very, very hefty price tag called U.S. men and women, soldiers, airmen, Navy, Marines, all of us, right? That's well, the price Donald tag Trump once said, as Donald Trump once said, you know what you signed up for. That's true. That is. Now, look, at you send me to war, I'd be like, okay, let's go. Today. Jimmy, you got to go back to it. Okay, let's go. I, I mean, that's what I signed up for a long time ago. I'd still honor that, and I'd go. But that's just who we are, you know. So we're a different breed of people. We understand that. And so Yeah, I mean, not all of us wake up in the morning and think, you know what? I'd like to travel overseas and shoot people. I think we all should because it's very cathartic. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking too. That's a terrible thing to say. And, and, I, and thank you, you know by what? the way. Would, uh, we should probably spend uh, a minute on every one of these shows thanking you. And no, and absolutely not. You're not being to thank service. me. No, you know what? All, all jokes aside, I'm having a little fun with you tonight. But yeah, I mean, that's the you know, I've got a lot of friends who have served. I've got friends who have been injured and and shot. Uh, my couple of friends that were killed uh, serving in the military. So, you know, all the respect in the world for anybody that you, like you said, a different breed and a different mentality and certainly uh, a love for the country that you can't question. Which is probably why I'm so freaking angry right now, which is probably why I want to do this podcast with you, Joe. And try to make some sense of what's going on and try to see if we can't make some kind of a difference. If I can get a couple people together, be able to talk about it and not hate each other, that's a start. Right. And that's what we really need. We need somebody to start it. And why not? Why not us, Joe? Right. (laughs) All right, guys, we're going to take our third and final break of the show. When we come back, um, I believe Joe has one more segment for us. Do you not? I do, and we'll see how it goes, because I think there was supposed to be a video or two, and I don't have them. Ooh. All right. That, that actually might be my fault, but I might have sabotaged that. because I don't <laughs> think All right, hold on. Stick around, guys. We'll be right back. There's no bigger investment than home ownership, and to make sure the house is up to your standards, you need a professional to look it over. Brian Flanagan from Shamrock Home Inspections is a licensed home inspector and a member of the Connecticut Association of Home Inspectors. Brian was a contractor for over 15 years, so he knows how homes should be constructed and how mechanicals should work. What makes me a good home inspector was the 20 years that I was a home improvement person doing all the different repairs that I have done and what other people have done wrong that I had to go out and fix. So I have a pretty quick eye on seeing what's right and what's wrong. Before you move, call Shamrock Home Inspections. Before you make the biggest investment of your life, call Brian Flanagan from Shamrock Home Inspections at 860-268-2566 or visit shamrockhomeinspectionct.com. And we are back. Uh, Jimmy, I thought it might be fun. And again, this bit's going to go off the rails a little bit because I promise you there's at least two videos I think that were supposed to play two clips that uh, I did not give you and that was my bad so let's talk and get to know Tennessee's Senator Marsha Blackburn aka the Marjorie Taylor Greene of the U.S. Senate in case anyone doesn't know she was I kid you not a home ec major from Mississippi State who takes money from the Russians, the NRA, and the Sackler family. Those are the people that gave us oxycodone. That's no joke. Marjorie Taylor Blackburn was recently named to the most corrupt list of all of our senators. Um, You'll recall shortly after uh, Joe Biden shot down that balloon, Marjorie Taylor Greene came out of a classified meeting where she started to basically explain everything she learned in the classified meeting. (laughs) Yeah, you see what I'm saying? This lady hates most things that are good for us. 
And her hair is a disaster. Have you seen this lady's hair, Jim? I mean, my God. My goodness gracious. <laughs> now, I'll tell you, uh, Marsha Blackburn hates socialism. She hates it. Tennessee is the number two most conservative state. As in, they're number one in medical bankruptcies. Number one in disenfranchised black voters, number one in rural hospital closures, number three in violent crime. They're at the bottom in poverty, pupil spending, infant and maternal mortality rates. Apparently, Martha Marsha Blackburn thinks her welfare state wants a wall on its southern border. Got to keep those people from Georgia, Bama, and Mississippi out of Tennessee. <laughs> Uh, this lady, uh, is absolutely out of her mind. Um, she's constantly railing against, uh, Joe Biden on Twitter on crime, which really is the responsibility of your state government and your local municipality. But, ah, who cares? Impeach sleepy Joe. Marcia Blackburn doesn't understand what the word classified means. I mean, it means if it was classified, not supposed to tell everybody. You don't walk out of a meeting and start tweeting. What are you, Donald Trump? By the way, guess who pushed legislation through Congress to prevent the DEA and other law enforcement organizations from searching, searching packages and seizing fentanyl and other illegal drugs? I'm not even joking, Marsha Blackburn. The GOP is telling people they should come cross our border. They're the ones saying open border and that people can come right in. Of course people think that. Marsha Blackburn is very concerned about your kids going gay. But here's the thing. Marsha Blackburn couldn't define woke with a triple espresso, a dictionary, and a sticky note on the right page. <laughs> I am so sorry I messed those pictures. Well, listen, and there's a great video of her in, in literally in the Senate, and she, she this is the claim she makes. She says she was on the border, and they watched people swim across. And she asked them, why did you come here? And they said, because of Joe Biden. And then they ran off into America to live a life. Mar Mar Marsha Blackburn. I want to call her Marjorie Taylor Blackburn now. <laughs> Jimmy, that didn't happen. She didn't, she didn't meet an illegal immigrant at the border who said Joe Biden told her to come here. You know, I believe that it didn't happen. I do. Why, I, why, why say However, that? However, because she picked it up because it has happened. There has <laughs> been news reporters, and you've seen them. I know you have. Yeah. There were illegal immigrants coming over, and they asked why, and they said Joe Biden. Because you know what? Those are the only two freaking English words they probably knew at the time. Yeah, that's probably <laughs> right. But they And they might not even know what they said, but they did say. They came across the border because of Joe Biden, right? That has now is it true or not? Who cares, right? I don't care why they came. I don't care why they're coming. I care that they are, right? And the resources and, and, and the things that we need as a society are running out. That's why immigration numbers were made in the first place. So we have sustainable resources for these freaking people. And we're just running out, guys. I don't know what to tell you because of all these numbers. Joe, you can't hide the numbers, right? There are over 1.7 million encounters in fiscal year 21, 2.3 million in 2022. And so far, are we going to play? Hold on. Are we going to play the Godaway game? The Godaways? No, no, no. These were, I didn't say gotaways. No, I said but I've been, hearing, listen, I've been hearing a lot about that. Well, I mean, if there were 1.7 million stops, how many people got through? Well, maybe theoretically none. Who knows? 
Okay, understandable. I didn't say got a ways, although this report says there's over 350,000 so far this fiscal year. Now, who's counting? I don't know. That's why I don't bring them up. I didn't mention them actually in my little rant. You did, right? But so far, there's been over a million. Now, you say the border's not closed because they're getting stopped at the border. Great point. Great point. However, if we had a more secure border, i.e. if we freaking enforce the laws that are on the books when it came to immigration and we said that we were going to, there wouldn't be that many encounters. Now, if you said that we were making the borders closed because we have, you know, we've had those millions of encounters and we've shipped them all away. Yeah, man, I'm on your side, brother. Borders closed. Closed for business. But we're not shipping them away. We're not deporting a lot of them. We are Joe has deported some, and people need to know this because they think that he's, you know, he's not deporting anyway. He's getting rid of a lot of people under Trump now going back to a Trump era policy. Yeah, well, already the progressives are pissed at at, again. That's why I tell you, dude, Joe Biden, he might be liberal to he's not liberal to liberals. He was the first two years. Now, I think he's like, you know what? They want me gone. He realizes that nobody wants him to run in his own party. He realizes it. You know what? Screw it. I'm going to do what I want. (laughs) He's not going to be president in two years. He knows it. You know it. I know it. Everybody knows it. He's not going to be president in two years. Especially President Buttigieg. (laughs) I would give Newsom more of a chance than Buttigieg. Honest to God. You wouldn't? I'm not even going to ask you why. Because California has more people. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but no, honestly, God, you wouldn't give Buttigieg, uh, Newsom over Buttigieg? I don't know. There's just something about Newsom. Buttigieg, it, oddly enough, it seems a little more wholesome than Newsom. <laughs> like just something about that guy. Like, we're going to find out something bad. He looks like... An- evil per he looks like an evil villain you know what i'm saying like in an old cartoon back in the day with a monocle you put a monocle on that guy with a no yeah. he's an Listen, evil villain i've never bought into the clinton body count but i could swear to god gavin newsom's murdered a man <laughs> why do you say that just something about him is something's <laughs> off something's off dude he reminds me of dexter Ooh. Love that show, by the way. Yeah, thank you, right? Good reference. Uh, there's something about him that that I just am not comfortable with. Yeah, And it I, seems to me like Buttigieg is kind of boosted up to a, a slightly higher national level. So I don't know. Well, okay. First off, you're right. Newsom just seems slimy, right? I don't know. It's signed about him. Buttigieg was raised to a national level. And is now getting booed. He's not doing well. Yeah, but right? they, they love him on the left. The more you guys hate him, too, the more lovable he becomes. Until is that, until something happens, man, and he doesn't do anything for them. Until something happens, unless, Joseph, you don't think anything will happen in the blue area. It only happens in the red areas. It's weird. Right? Yeah. However, California is getting buried with, what, 12 feet of snow right now? <laughs> well, listen, they needed the rain. True. True. I don't want to hear them complain. <laughs> all right. In all seriousness, Joe, in all seriousness, I think that you and I need to lead a campaign to get rid of the 24-hour news cycle. We need what was to- your run in this place? It's on the networks. They can buy. They can buy friggin' sitcoms and reruns of Seinfeld or Friends. Something. I would like to watch animal documentaries. Oh my god! Animal Planet, Frozen Planet, anything with David Attenborough narrating, I'm on it. Same. <laughs> but no, seriously, 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 we need to bring back freaking Walter Cronkite. I'll even take back freaking. I know it's not political, but Harry Carey. All right, just because he was extremely entertaining. 
<laughs> right, but just, we need to bring back those kind of journalists, the people that are just remember this. Journalism was made to hold government accountable. That's what that's what true journalism was invented for, to be the truth seekers, to hold government accountable, not to be the government freaking puppet, i.e. the Republicans and the Fox News and the left and the CNN and MSNBC. I'm not excluding any of them. They're both got hands up each other's butts and doing this thing. Right. And that just needs to stop because all it is is doing more damage to the country, driving more of a wedge between freaking family members, family members. Are you kidding me? And the last time, Joe, I would like to remind you when we talked about that brother versus brother. It was a civil war. Like, are we honestly going back? To the days where we can't agree so much that we want to kill each other. Well, I'll say this, Jim. There really hasn't been a ton of political violence. You know, you would think where we are and the way things have been playing out that there would be more killings or violence directly associated with Trump, Biden, Clinton, whoever. And that, for the most part, hasn't really been the case. So I think if if there's any silver lining here, it's that we haven't quite gone down that road. And if there's a way we can get out of this in the near future, we might be able to kind of avoid going that route. Well, because it feels inevitable otherwise. Well, again, you know, and again, I don't mean to be overdramatic. I apologize. (laughs) But And I don't think it's going to be, and we've talked about this too, I don't think it's going to be a shooting war, gun violent war amongst ourselves. Again, it's going to be a, a commerce war. Walmart is going to become Republican. Target's going to become, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying, you know, just example, yeah. right? Nike's going to be Republican. Or, you know, or, it's funny. I, I heard the term earlier today, go woke, go broke. And I was looking at a list yesterday of all the woke companies yeah. in America. Yeah. And it's yeah, pretty much every single company. And I thought to myself, and you know how I feel about this. Most of these companies are not woke. They don't give a crap. They want money. And they see a, a niche market of maybe transgender females or independent women or whatever and they're going for that and if it if they have to play woke to get it they'll do it but but to lose your mind about it to me makes no sense these companies they're not going broke by going woke they're doing really well that's why they're doing it they they you know we have marketing people who look at things and they're like oh that's a good idea let's do it so, so if they're guessing what the backlash would be, they already know what it is. 56% of people in America, including 86% of Democrats and 61% of independents, think being woke is a good thing. They, they understand it to be, all it means is to be aware of social injustice. You're not owed anything. You don't have to be guilty of anything. Nothing more than that. It's about 40% of Republicans who are convinced that what it actually means is follow our agenda. It's not what being woke is. So I have noticed a large downtick in the cancel culture. And it's, it's a good thing. That is a good thing, right? And this is why I'm going to disagree with your numbers just a tiny bit. I think people have now realize the term woke okay and i will fully admit this and and it's but it's just like everything else and the term woke has become a a word that's been weaponized right which it shouldn't have been it this the term should never have been weaponized but now it has become synonymous with this either far or or very good progressive thing or very bad (laughs) progressive thing (laughs) There's no in-between. 
right? And, it, and right. it's awful. And it's awful. So I'll give you that much, right? However, the fact of the matter is that even here in the state of Connecticut, right? And I can only, you know, and I'll speak for the state of Connecticut. There are very few registered Democrats and Republicans. The majority of them, don't they fall right here in the middle of the unaffiliated and the independents? 41% of Connecticut residents and 42% of people nationally are unaffiliated voters. The majority. Yeah. But Connecticut is a really good representation of what the country actually votes like. Well, I don't think it's that bad. (laughs) I don't think it's, well, no, it's not because the Republicans won back the... I mean, just demographically speaking, just the idea that, again, 41% of our voters are unaffiliated. It's 42 nationally. Demographically, okay. I give you Democrats and Republicans, it's like 22 to 21%. It's not, it's not that big. Right. So what I'm saying is the whole point about the woke woke thing here is that I think people have become shifted more that being woke is more of a negative thing because they're like, oh, these guys are woke. Oh, no. So and everything is woke is starting to die down. Right. The cancel culture, the, 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 the doxing, you don't hear a lot about that anymore. Right. So, again, great things. But now I think people are like, oh, that's being called woke. I'm going to stop doing that. Well, again, woke by liberal definition is awareness of social injustice. And I think mission accomplished. Everyone's aware of social injustice. Donald Trump passed prison reform for crying out loud. Everybody recognized it was a problem. Everybody was aware that that blacks were getting harsher sentences, longer sentences, and they're trying to remedy that maybe a little too much at this point, but everyone's aware of it. And I think that that was, if the point of what woke is was for us to be aware of it and work on it, done. What's next? So your definition of working on it, though, Why do we have to work on things that aren't broke? Well, we got to work on everything. Mm. It's a work in progress. The Marine Corps was great for 270 some odd years. Why do we need to go and change that crap? Dude, if Thomas Jefferson saw that we were still using the stuff that him and James Madison wrote, dude, they they would be beside themselves. I don't think so, man. I really don't. Yeah, dude, he wrote that with a with a feather pen for crying out loud. And I don't think they would be, man. That is, look at this is he a said, huge he literally fight. said before he died, you should update this about every twenty years or so. This is a huge topic that we could talk about for another probably hour, and we've already gone over seven minutes. So I'll leave it at that. How about that? Well, you know what I want to talk. We can talk about that next week. Right, we can talk about the Constitution and updating the Constitution, and if we should or if it needs to be, right? But I also wanted to bring up, and I also wanted to talk about, was it the other day? Was it yesterday? Maybe was National Women's Day? Yes. Right, and I had a very interesting conversation with a person about. Of a female, actually, and how I'm probably more of a feminist than she is. So we'll get into that next week. It'll be quite interesting. So hopefully you guys tune in. We see you guys there for Joe McGuire. Thank you. And oh shit, what'd you point at? You. Oh man, you missed me. Oh, no. Thank you guys for watching very much. I really appreciate you tuning in for Divided We Stand for Joe McGuire. I am Jimmy J saying. Good night and God bless.